G Money. Yo. That, that was, <laughs> we on the weekend, we're here. Yeah. And let me just say this to the people. Uh-huh. We are working on getting an editor for the first time. You know, Baz's been trying to push it. Uh, That's more money out my pocket and his pocket. You know, he got money. He got money too. Look, look. We got a party right after this. We're working on getting the editor so you will see more frequent episodes of Flip the Script. We talking about like back to forth. Yo, chill, man. Who's pressing those buttons? I don't know. We talking about back. We talking about like a lot more frequent. I think that the editing has really, with everything going on, has slowed it down. You know what I mean? But we're working on it. This is top priority. Bass been on it. Shout out to Bass. Some people been hitting me up at Bass. Mm-hmm. You know, reach out to him. He has some people in mind. But once we secure the editor, more content will be coming out. You'll see more flip the script. It'll, <laughs> it'll have to be me doing all the editing. Damn, G. Damn, G. I'm just saying it's a good thing. It's a good thing, man. You know, I'm just it's, saying it's, more. On, it's, it's only been like six years, but yeah. it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I've been editing for six. I'm tired now. G, I'm tired. How are you? Good man, feeling good, you know. You got an injured foot. What happened, G? Nah, you know it's um. <clears throat> yeah, I was trying to think of a, on the way here. I was trying to think of a cool story to, to say for the camera, but I ain't got nothing. So what happened? Um, all transparency. My 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 big toe been kind of like crazy for years. You know what I'm saying? Just I, I feel like a lot of, a lot of men um, probably have the same problem. You know what I'm saying? And they don't take care of it for years. So I finally decided to go go to the doctor and have them pull the nail off so it can grow back uh, properly. Pull the nail. You talking about you had what like fungus? I, I don't know. I might have hit it years ago. I don't know what happened to it, but it's been like just black. It's been like crazy oh, for years. It, so I've been hiding my, my feet for years just because of that one toe. They didn't numb it? Yeah, they numbed it. Yeah, and then they had it, you know, crazy. You want to see a picture? I got a picture of it. Nah, sure. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, just. How, is it feeling better? Uh, it's painful back and forth here and there, you know. Okay, so we, we, we outside still. I still was outside Thursday DJing. I still, you know, yeah, yeah, gotta yeah. get to it, man. You make a lot of money. That's why you make a lot of money DJing. See, we're going up this year. Um, we are back here. I'm sorry. Yes. yes I'm oh no, I'm gonna just say, you know, uh, speaking of DJing, you know, don't forget we and Dr. Murray Day weekend. G Money, Envy, Maya. You know what I'm saying? Big moves out there. You invited. I mean, you know, you always invited, man. Hating, you know, you, if you want to pull up, I'm man. hating. I'm a hater. I hate. I hate when you shine. So I ain't Murray Day Getaway dot com. You my man, but I don't want get you to shine tickets. like that. <laughs> <laughs> you shine. You was in. Hey, when a person flies to Germany for a weekend, that's a different type of money. Four day. I came back. Day, how many hours was it? I was just there for the day. Oh, the, the flight. Yeah. Like eight nine hours. I stayed for a day. Did the show. Came back. Who do you think you are, huh? Uh, let me see. Ah! Oh, there we go. G-Money! There we go. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. So we, we yes. you know, today, y'all, um, our guest is back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want to be transparent. Yes. Um, our last episode we had, you know, um, first of all, I think it's him. It's his fault because he's been putting <laughs> his, if this comes out, you guys going to get the call. You guys going to be scared. He said it one too many times. And show. he even added me on Twitter. And I'm like, yo, why? I, I remember reading it like, yo, why you keep doing that, man? Like, I'm ignore him. Because mm. my man, I like him. But I understood the passion. So then we had TK Kirkland. Mm. We up here. I'm tired like this. Record, record. I said, yo, did you clear the fu- the footage? JR said, no. I, I had this brush. I was hitting yeah, the table. Like I remember. This. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, yo, damn. So he going to say we did it on purpose? Because one thing about it, I believe that in freedom of speech. And I don't. I believe as a man, regardless of what someone say, if mm. I give you my word, right. I want to stand on my word. 
And shout out to you. You you spoke you and Tati because even Tati was thinking like, well, maybe we could recover the file. Bass is like, yo, we just call him. And even you was like, yo, if we call him and tell him what's going on, he'll understand. Mm-hmm. I thought that was solid. I, I was like, yeah, he gonna think we trying to play us. I don't want this nigga talking about me online because I like him. Yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. to diss him. He wanna meet up with niggas too, and nobody's scared. Like that's how I was talking in my head. Like man, I ain't scared of that nigga, man, but I like mm-hmm. him, man. Yeah, so yeah. shit, G. Yeah, no, I, I think that's an honorable thing to do, especially where he from. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody from that city. I don't want to say yet till we introduce him, but you know what I mean? Shout out to that city. Yeah. G money. Yo. <laughs> Episode two two seven. Nigga, nigga we, we made, made it. it. Now, he was 226, but we had to add 226 to the file. I was wondering, what, I'm yeah. like, how you going to... You said that. We got a special guest. Yes, sir. Returning. Yeah. Please don't put none of that bad luck on us. <laughs> none at all. Please don't talk none of that bad luck. We're going to drag the files here. We got the hard drive. Don't say it's not coming out. Philly's own. I heard that he's the ultimate hustler. Mm. Let me say that. Not only that he, he believes in what he believes in, He's the ultimate hustler. In the last episode, you know, I gave him a lot of pushback, and I'm gonna give him some pushback this episode. Um, and I want to put this out in its entirety, so I want to let him. I'm gonna put a clip out still, but I want to let him get his shit off. All right, all right. Round of applause for my man, Maj Toure. Yeah, 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 Welcome back, man. Welcome back. It's good to be part back. Two, part yeah, two. Part two. Can you not say none of that stuff? Nothing. None of that, none of that even happened. None of it existed. It's all fresh energy. Tell us how you felt when you got the call from Bassie. Tell oh, I laughed. <laughs> Give us the I whole thing. I swear, so. I laughed. So I get the text. Because your joints come out Tuesday, Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. I get the I get the text Tuesday morning. And it was, yo, Maj, call me. I could hear the tone mm. through the text. And he's like, yo, Maj, you know, uh, call me when you get a chance. And I la- I chuckled to myself. That's your Basco uh, impression? Yeah, right. Yeah, good, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, I said, um, he said, so listen. And I laughed. And he said, why you laugh? And I said, because this phone call is going to go one or two ways. It's going to go, one, you're telling me that the, the phone call came and the interview's not coming out. And two, or two, and then he said, well, what's the second one? And I said, two, maybe y'all told somebody about the interview, and they like, yo, I've been trying to reach out to do dude. I want to talk to him, and maybe this is what that is. It could be an olive branch. And he was like, he paused for a second, and he says, nah, it's more like the first one. And then I laughed, and he was like, nah, but not for the reasons that you think. And knowing the audiovisual situation, you know, um, editing things, recording things, I mean, even if you shoot with an iPhone, like after a while, you've, you've, yeah, yeah, your uh, memories, like, yeah, we can't, we don't got it no more. You can't figure out another phone. I got three phones right here, and so um, I just was like, cool. And then the, the other thing that I thought was, and actually, he did say it, but I said it. He said, "Yo, that power of the tongue," because not only did I say it, I typed it in the caption of the picture. Mm-hmm. I typed it in the caption, and then I was just like, and I was just on some like, you know, like. The powers that be, but in reality, the powers that be is us. And that's a perfect example of it. You said something, you typed it, and it didn't happen. So this time, this episode is going to come out in its entirety. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the visuals are going to be super crisp. 
You know what I mean? It's going to be wonderful. There we go. It's going to be great. Let's, 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 let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't going to lie. I shock at you. Me? Me? Because like, you was asking them questions about teaching Dawson about God. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, I ain't going to lie, G. That, I, I went home. I'm like, Jeez, I got a nigga around me. That, Yo, I, I got some serial killers. I was just, I, I was just, I was just telling uh, somebody. I think I was telling, I think I was telling my cousin Mino in the building. Okay, I was just telling, uh, I was just saying, like you know, um, uh, yeah, I lost my whole train of thought. I ain't hold you up. But anyway, uh, I, I think it's not a good, a, a, a bad question. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's into those gun games, and you know, he's interested. I think he's mature enough to to learn about those things and kind of get into it at the age he's at. He yeah. was extremely inquisitive though, like. For the first time, I'm listening and like. Oh, there we go. Quarterback, sorry, got it back. Got you, bro. I was saying how on the podcast, how I'm like the good guy, you the bad guy, of course. Everybody said, but every time I ask, um, a question like that, it's like, yo, G, you wild, bro. It's a whole like, yeah, like a. I was shocked though, <laughs> and he was giving me a question. Like, yeah, you should. I'm like, in my head, I'm dropping like, yo, what? The? Yeah, I swear that shit bug. I, I, I'm gonna keep it all the way transparent. Mm. That shit bugged me out. I'm like, wait, G, what? So you think you think me and Dawson gonna go around and be out? It's like you was inquiring and you was you said, yo, I want to take my son. Yeah, you know when she, I want to bring him to the train and that's what yeah. you was inquiring. I'm like, what I went the to fuck the gun range twice and I and this is my first time holding a gun actually. And I, I went, I went, uh, was it not last year? I think uh, 2022, 2021, whatever it was. Probably my first time going to the gun range. My first time holding a real gun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well. I held them before, like, but not like my first time firing a real gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, and then I was googling it to try to go again. My pops, and I seen it on a, on the website. Um, spot was looking at. They said the age limit is eight. I'm like, my son at the time, like, well, my son eight years old. He can he can probably go with me. But how would that? So I wanted to ask him since he's yeah. in the field. How would that? Like, you know, how is that? And like, do is is it does it happen often? It's, or? it's so beautiful for you to get the youngins involved early. Not even because some of them, you know, like. This is a, the struggle that we have with a lot of people that are shooters. They want their children to be involved because they know the importance of it. Mm. Um, but some of the children, it's like, yo, if if Michael Jordan's son doesn't want to play basketball, he doesn't. Don't force him to play basketball. Right. Um, but the the component that's really key, that's um, like vital that you get him involved in early, is the safety component. What does he? What are the basic four rules of firearm safety? Safety. What does he do if he, God forbid, he's around, he's not around you or his, mm-hmm. you know, his mom's or somebody, and he comes across the firearm in the park? Can, can we know that this baby is gonna be like, nah, these are the rules, or one of his friends, nah, don't touch it, get an adult, blah 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 blah. That's a part of the training too, and I think a lot of times what happens is we don't have that conversation in our community around firearms because we're just told that it's bad. If you got him, you know, it's, it's like Flip's perspective. It's like, yo, what, why would you want him to know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 it's a little <laughs> crazy to me. But as we as we unpack that a little bit more and talk about the safety component, the conflict resolution component, the de-escalation component, the this is to protect us. That's before we have a conversation about the Second Amendment. That's before we have a conversation about the racist practice of gun control, when mm. it was literally started to do as far as black people are, you know, are concerned. If, if none of that other conversation happens, and if it's only the one demographic, teaching the babies and the young people the safety component is the conversation that there's even anti-gunners are going to agree with that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the part that's very, very <clears throat> reputable and it's, it's, it's honorable to have that conversation with the youngin and to even say, yo, I might not know as much about it as I want to or know right now. I may later. Yo, what you think about this? What's the what's the right way? I think that's, that's humble. I think it's the better way to go about it. Right. And just to be clear, like, I think... It, it may not be for every parent with their kids because each yeah. kid is different. You know, I have other friends and cousins and relatives whose kids are same age as my kid, but they, you could, it's different. You know what I'm saying? So they may not be ready 
to experience that. They, they may be a little nervous or scared, or and yeah. even Masa might be scared too. If I bring him to the to the trainer, to he might range. be like, he might be like, nah, it's yeah. too real now. Like the, the game was, you know, he liked to shoot the game, but he might see it in real life. I'm like, nah, I'm stepping away. Like, it's, right. it's a little too. The beauty of that is he now has a different respect for the tool. Right. He knows that it's not just the same. It's not a reset button. This is actual real life. You're going to feel recoil, uh, muzzle flip, the sound. All of those things are going to be there. Now, in the beginning, everybody that goes to the range for the first time feels that. Then as you have good instruction, you don't even feel the gunshots the same way in the range because you're focused on what you're doing. Yeah, me, I was super scared. I, I ain't going to lie. Like, yep. I, I was in there jumping like a little girl. Like, That's man. every <laughs> single person because it's like... It's an enclosed environment. Ironically, it's one of the safest environments to be in as it relates to firearms. But it's an enclosed environment, and you're thinking to yourself, every single person in here has a firearm on them, and oh my goodness, the only difference is your awareness. As we walk around urban America, there's a lot of people that walk right past you with a firearm. Facts. All the time. Mm. So to learn in the space where there's a range, or RSO, a range safety officer, there's safety training because most ranges, especially in the New York, New Jersey area, you got to take a basic safety class before you go to that range. We don't know you, right? So it's the perfect place to have that um, anxiety because it's such a controlled and safe environment generally. So my problem was last episode, last time we did it, was the fact that <clears throat> I was telling you that I can see how people will give you pushback, yeah. right? Your, your belief is that, and you gave me two examples, mm -hmm. but you said that and if you could repeat it as far as the, the rule of the land, like yeah. what, what is it? Just repeat that for me. The Second Amendment. Yes. The second half of it, and um, I want everybody that's listening to go read the first half of it. I'm going to say the second half because usually when you're arguing the pro-gun position, you, take, you say the second half of the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment, the second half of that is the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay? There's a whole nother few words before that first one. The reason why I'm saying this is because that is the supreme law of the land. you got to look at the framework of America. Second Amendment is the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. That is the supreme law of the land. That To this day, any things that are not enumerated in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, America leaves respectively up to each state to make the rule. Right. However, that state rule cannot supersede something that is already enumerated in the law, the supreme law of the land, which is the Supreme Court has, you know, repeated over and over, the Second Amendment is very, very clear. What happens is certain states or anti-gun politicians will try to make an unconstitutional policy or statute in a city that is not superior to the already clarified law of the land being the Second Amendment. They say that it's because it's about safety and it's not. Gun control was literally started to stop black people from having the means to defend themselves unequivocally like right after emancipation black codes slave codes no if you are black you cannot have a firearm even though that is in contradiction to the supreme law of the land the right of the people us to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed when you're talking to an anti-gunner they'll go to the first half of it and they'll say well they're actually not anti-gun these are just people that believe that only the government and police should have firearms not the people because they're not anti-gun if they were anti-gun they would say even police and government should not have a firearm. But no one ever says that for some reason. Um, they'll argue the part about a well-regulated militia necessary to the security of the free state. That's the first half. Well-regulated, they'll focus on that and say, oh, that means the government because the militia means the military, and it does not. The Black Panther Party was a militia. You know, When we had a militia, if we, if we would have had a militia in Black Wall Street, when that town was 
murdered and set right. on fire, it was. maybe it would have been still in existence, right? So the militia is the people. The definition of a militia is any able-bodied being over the age of 17 years old. That's the. De- it's not my definition. It's their definition, right? Now, when you Google that, go to the end or check a different search engine too. On If you'll get a different definition that leaves out the age of 17, if you pick it from like the first two or three pages. But because they want the information to not be out there, that same definition that I gave, look at page 20 or 30 or something like that on whoever search, whatever search engine you have. So when you have the supreme law of the land being the Second Amendment, you have the process of removing that or repealing the Second Amendment. None of those people ever want to do that, right? They'll say, oh, no, we about the Second Amendment. We about guns. They won't go through that process of overturning it because it would expose their contradiction. They ask more and more black and brown people, more specifically, not limited to, and I'm saying black and brown because gun control was started historically to stop black people from having the means to defend themselves. Nobody else, just melanated beings, right? So you're asking for our communities who have been impacted by negligence, crime, and all of that to advocate for more of the racist policies that are in alignment with us being unarmed while we say that the state, the police, are racist. It does not make sense. But because we have very few people that can articulate the position very well from an urban demographic, and it's not out here on no rah-rah, we don't have as many people informed about this this way. And it's packaged to us as, oh, when they wrote that, they didn't mean you. They wasn't talking about you when they wrote the Second Amendment. I don't really give a shit who they wrote it for. It's mine now. I live in America. It's y'all's now. That's so it. here's the thing. So now, you know, we back at me, you yeah. know, giving you some pushback. So Absolutely. militia mm-hmm. is mm, all, all right, it's the historical definition. It mm-hmm. says historical in the U.S., all abled, able-bodied citizens enabled by law to be called on to provide military service um, to the regular armed forces. Oh, yeah. Supplementary to regular armed forces. Now, remember how I said... Hold on, hold on. let me read ahead. that again. Mm-hmm. Citizens eligible by law to be called on to provide military services supplementary to the regular armed forces. Whatever you said is not in here. Now, remember I said earlier... I bet you it was on an early page. Come on, start. No, no, no. I'm just because the fact <laughs> that they even, find it. the fact that they even telling you it's a historical definition. A definition is a definition. When you tell me historical definition, that means you're about to try to spin me and give me this modern shit that's okay. not actually what the definition is. Okay. That's like saying that's like saying, um, what is a father? What is a dad? Oh, the old definition was, and this is what the new. De- no, it's a definition. Right. They also you notice in that um, definition that you pulled up, they didn't say the age. No, they didn't. Right. What? What's it? When when you look through that objectively, you're gonna see a different definition is gonna add the age of seventeen in there. Uh, a body of citizens organized. Uh, body of what? A body of citizens organized mm-hmm. in a paramilitary group, mm-hmm. and typically regarding themselves as defenders of individual rights. Against the presumed interference of the federal government. Boom. That's how this that's how America was made. Britain was like, yo, we're gonna give y'all some money, y'all gonna make some colonies, 13 colonies, first 13 colonies, right? Then they kept taxing the colony, you know, and we call them colonizers, but it was a colony, right? Got it. And they said, 1775, they was like, listen, y- y'all are taxing us, King George, you guys are taxing us too much. That's where the Revolutionary War came from, right? 
You're taxing us too much. At that time, they were being taxed 4%. Four. Y'all mm. live in New York. How much How much y'all tax now? Mm. It's wild. Okay. I'm listening. Right? Get your shit so off. then they said, the hey, we're not, we not doing that. With That 4% is too much. And then the Crown, right, said, listen, them rifles that y'all got, send them back. We're going to outlaw them rifles. Like an AR, they say now with ARs, right? We're going to outlaw them rifles. And then the founders of this place was like, no, why? Yo, yo, send them joints back. They outlawed. King George says, we're doing the 4% thing, and that's that. And in 1776, or a little bit before that, when America was created, it's because the founders to this place said no, and then they shot the British. They shot them. And then they made a, a declaration of independence, a constitution, and that's the government that they came from. And then when they wrote that, they was like, look, we're going to make a bill of rights that are human rights that are granted by your birth, not by government. That's what the Bill of Rights is that's codified with the Constitution. The first one of those being the First Amendment, being the right to free speech. I get to say whatever I want. And the government cannot persecute me, allegedly, for saying these things that I say. Right? That's the first one. Then second, because they was getting in trouble in Europe from the crown, King George, for speaking out against the crown. You overtaxing us. Taxation without representation. This is, these are historical statements out of con in context. So then, we want to be able to say what we want. Our country going to be lit. We have declared our independence from the crown. We're taking this 13, these 13 colonies. We're making the United States of America. All of the stuff that we do in the supreme law of the land, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, the Bill of Rights is a double down reminding everyone these rights come from God, not from the government. The first one was, we are born with a voice, freedom of speech. Second one was, we get guns to defend what we just said if we need to. These are the framework of America. These are, this is the, still the supreme law of these lands. And it is something that is not granted by government. Government can't grant it. Government can't take it away. So, that, that argument out of context would make sense if the framework wasn't still what it is, so, right? So, so here's the thing. Now, we, know, we all know in our neighborhoods, uh, you, you promote training and teaching people how to de-escalate a situation, mm -hmm. how to use firearms, right? How to use it. Not in, not in, not in de-escalation. No, de-escalation as far as like... Not having to use the firearm. Not firearms. having to use yeah. it. Sorry, thank you for correcting me. Um, de-escalate situations... You also say that you guys show people how to, because you said last time, to heal a wound, right? Not heal a wound, but to... Uh, Tourniquets, stop, stop the bleeding. Tourniquets, stop the bleeding. You were saying mm -hmm. a lot of shit last time. Mm -hmm. All right? Here's the thing. There's a lot of bad apples in the world, right? No, it's not. There's, okay, here we go. All right, let me get my mm -hmm. shit off. There's a few bad apples in the world. Right, Most people are good. Think so? Let's agree. I know so. Ah, you know so. You've been in the train. You've been a lot of shit, doing a lot of shit. So you met a lot of people in the world. Yeah. But I'm gonna say, to me, there's there's a lot of bad apples. Okay. Okay. Um, not as much as there are good people. The good people outweigh them, but there's a lot of bad apples to me. But what I'm saying is that if those bad apples happen to come to you to gain knowledge, mm -hmm. to gain the right just to use the firearms in the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. Tell the people how do you feel about that and what's your response to that? First, no one would come to me and say, hey, I'm coming to learn to you to do evil. There's no way, no one's going to say. That's like somebody going to buy a gun at the store to practice a crime. 
right? Like when when we was robbing people or allegedly or not, right? We wasn't going to buy guns at the gun store and be like, hey, guys, let me get my background check so I can rob. We would steal the firearms. So if that person says, hey, I want to learn how to secure my firearm safely. Okay, I'm going to tell them, one, you should never leave a firearm in your vehicle because most firearms are stolen from vehicles. That's the first thing, right? Then let's say if I had a magic ball and knew that this person was evil. Somehow I knew that this guy's like, y'all want to know how to shoot the exact person that I want to shoot because I'm outside doing what I'm doing, right? One, I would be clear that, listen, bro, the information that I'm sharing with you is about safe and responsible gun firearms ownership. If that's not you, I can't really help you. Mm. I'm not here to make the trouble for safe and responsible gun owners more trouble. I'm here to get people that are missing this information and show them how to be able to defend themselves from scumbags and potentially corrupt portions of law enforcement, right? Um, now, the other part that I'll say to that is most times, you ever take a guy, that, a youngin that got a lot of heart to the gym and then you take it, well, it's boxing, weightlifting, whatever, right? They got the heart, but they don't have the skill set. Then when you show them the skill set, they recognize most times, nine times out of ten in my experience, it changes them as a person like martial arts. I am a very, very dangerous and violent person that has that under voluntary control. I carry a firearm to defend life. And if someone is attacking life, I am going to be violent, I am going to be quick, and I am going to be gone. I am going to defend life. The training, like in martial arts, trains you to go, yeah, I'm here to defend life. Boxers don't get into fights. When the last time we seen Floyd in like a street brawl? Hmm. It's not happening. Tyson right? was getting into fights, but yeah. T- Tyson was <laughs> wild. That's true, right? True. Get your shit off. So my point in saying this is, one, we don't know what each person's intent was. What I do trust is my seven or eight years of doing this and training young people, and I watch them change their mind, whether it's the gym, whether it's lifting weights, whether it's boxing, whether it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, whether it's firearms training. Um, I am going to be adamant about the importance of safe and responsible firearms ownership and it's almost like if you do the wrong thing with a firearm to me, I got to almost look at you like the street, look at a rat. You, you are violating. And I'm clear on what our standard is. And if you're doing something wrong with in, in violation of that standard, I want you to go to jail. I want you to get locked under the jail. Because not only are you using this tool to violate somebody probably that don't really want to, you know, they ain't, you ain't looking for no hard target. You're probably looking for a soft target. So you're being a bully with a firearm. You're negligent and damaging to our community. And you're making it harder for safe and responsible gun owners. So I want you to have your due process. I want you to have a jury of a trial by your peers. And I want you to go to jail for violating, for an actual crime, for violating somebody's body or their property. So that's how I would kind of explain that to that person. So... Within your years of experience doing this, right? And I, we mentioned this on the show last time, but like, you know, because um, this is, you know, this is a tough thing to do. Um, yeah. It's different from a boxing trainer or a jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. trainer. Like, those are hands and feet, you know, uh, weapons, as yeah. they say. This is an actual weapon, firearm. You know, like, you're not afraid to to uh, to teach the youngins these things, one, one. Two, 
have you had any experience where someone came in and you know after going through your sessions, learning things, they they in the street and something you know they did they did they did something negative after. So I'll answer those questions backwards. One, no, never, not once, never. Our classes we've done like I don't even know how many students we've trained at this point. Mm. We've never had that, and we've never had an ND, a negligent discharge, mm. never. Right. Going back to your statement about hands and feet. You know that more people die annually from getting beat to death with hands and feet than firearms? Where can we research this at? Yo, you just be saying shit. <laughs> Type it in. Like, how, how, I was, I, was I lying about militia? Was it, what, quick, flip, was I right? I didn't see the 17-year-old. Was I, you ain't look hard enough. Was I right about the definition? And as I said, as you, in a way, in a way, no, yes. No, I was right. As you kept scrolling... It got more. I got just got more and more right. It you just told took me you a minute to, to warm another, up to it. Yes, you told me to find another definition, and I did. If you type in that search engine, do more people die from hands and being beat to death by hands and feet or firearms? You're gonna pull up a multitude of articles proving what I'm saying. The no, great, but that's not the number, man. Stop it, man. No, I'm talking about numbers. You can look on the Department of Justice or the FBI statistics. They keep track of this stuff. It's not me just saying it. It's just me knowing the data. You sure, even at the Chicago? Yeah. Philly Philly in 2021 had 562 homicides, right? 562. The ask, ask me how many of the national around 30,000 deaths as it relates to firearms, because we ain't going to lead this part of the conversation on this one too. <laughs> ask me how many of them are suicides. 60%. So of the 30,000 deaths annually... 60% are people taking their own life. I would contend that the people asking for more rules and restrictions... Taking their own life with guns, though. Right. I'm agreeing. I'm saying if we try... I, I want that trauma to stop, too. I'm saying maybe instead of us asking for more rules, right, on safe and responsible law-abiding firearms owners, maybe if we wanted to cut down on that 60% number, we would start putting some resources towards mental health help. I mean, just that's just me, because these, these people are hurting, and they know that a firearm works like it's intended to. Okay, so I'm on uh, Giffords.org. They're an anti-gun organization. Giffords. Okay. 58% <laughs> suicide mm -hmm. by gun. Suicide. 39% homicide. Mm-hmm. Now, let's break down that. How, see, even that's a stat game. There's a great book that I mentioned last time, too, called How to Lie with Data and Statistics. You did mention that, yes. Giffords uses that book and that, those tactics a lot. So, for example, let's say we in here right now, mm -hmm. and a bad guy comes in here and is like, gee, money, you are not going to the Dominican Republic. You, you think you're going to be in Germany, DJing, getting money, and he's intent to come in here and harm G money. And I pull out my firearm, and I stop that threat. And unfortunately, he passes, or she passes, right? They're going to count that as death, of gun-related death. I'm the good guy defending the good person against the bad guy. They're going to count that towards gun violence deaths. That's wrong. Isn't it dying by a gun? It what is. What this will the label it as? Exactly. That's why it's vague and ambiguous. So, now, if you ask the general mm, public, okay. if you said... Maj clearly was defending life. Let's say I then went in my bag and pulled out the tourniquet or chest seals and tried to patch him up and tried to stop him from dying, but unfortunately he passed, right? 
they would still say, no matter that I was the good guy, stopping the actual bad guy. The, a few weeks ago, we had that shooting in Nashville where the transgender person went into the school and killed six people. And the police officers down there in Nashville got busy, did exactly what they were supposed to do. They protected life. That number is going to, the, the good guy stopping the bad guy, that number is going to be counted towards gun violence deaths annually. That's why they keep it vague and ambiguous. But that's semantics, you say. It's not yeah. semantics. It's numbers. They play a semantics game. But 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 listen, Maj, what I'm saying is that they died. If you shot them, they died by a gun. They got shot by a gun that caused them to have... I'm a, so I'm how a, would they be able to label it? You, you're trying to... No, I'm trying to share with you how they're trying to do what you're saying so I'm how, doing. But you're not giving them a solution, Maj. You're not, so what would be the solution in your, in your opinion? So I would talk... That's an excellent question. I know. I, thank you. I would go to the largest amount of deaths as it relates to firearms. Because I want a target-rich environment to cut down on the death and trauma. That number is 58 to 60%. Giffords is going to be a little, let's yes. say 55. Let's cut it down. Okay. I would target the biggest death associated with firearms. Why are 55% of the gun deaths suicides? What can we do to make these young, because they're mostly young people. What okay. can we do to reach out to them? Where can we put some resources to help make those young people whole? At our community center, where all of the classes are free, we do classes on nutrition. We do classes on stop the bleed. We have yoga classes. We have grow your own food classes. We have financial classes. Because if a, if a young person is healthy, a little bit less stressed, and have the, uh, a means to make some money, they pro that person's probably not going to be robbing anybody. So now we attack the robbery component, right? But when we're talking about mental health, we got to talk about diet. They don't tell you that the vast majority of even the mass shooters, which make up less than 1% of, of mass shootings, right, of shootings, those guys, the vast majority of those guys are on psych, uh, psych meds. So now we have to have a conversation about maybe the pharmaceutical industry. But now we're talking about a different bag and a different level of drug dealer. That's what the pharmaceutical industry is. Now you start talking about maybe some of these drugs are making a lot of these, not even mass shooters, a lot of these young kids want to kill themselves. They tell you on a commercial. They say, if you take such and such and such, you may have thoughts of death, suicide, killing. Please reach out to somebody. Okay, cool. If we catch that person there, now we have some resources allocated to give that person the need that they want. That's more of a deterrent and healing the death and stopping the trauma than adding more unconstitutional rules to impact the people that aren't doing the shootings. Where am I wrong? That's a solution right there. You still, you still didn't answer the other question. What's though. the other question? What, the people that get shot because you're being a good guy, how should that be labeled? You see, you you, you like to take us that's, down. No, the that's a, that's, a, that's a legit question too. No, 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 no. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going go, go to yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How <laughs> should that be labeled, Maj? If you don't want it, if you so it should be a self defense mm. category. Self defense category. Okay. Self defense. Okay. If I can prove this man. Wrote a manifesto on G Money because you know the haters is out there. Yeah. Mm. They, he wrote a manifesto. He trying to get you, G. Trying to get you, chill. No, listen. He wrote the manifesto. <laughs> we got the manifesto. Pete, the, the kid in the kid in uh, Buffalo. Okay. Wrote the manifesto. I'm going here to kill these black people, and I'm picking this place because Buffalo is anti-gun, and nobody in here is going to have the means to defend themselves. Wrote it out. If we have that, and we know that, right? 
clearly this isn't the the person that because that guy got stopped by a guy with a gun, right? Clearly, the person that shot them that should not go towards violent crimes. This is the bad guy. The good guy stopped the bad guy. Why are we counting all of that together? The reason why they do is to make it seem as if the problem is higher, one, than it is, and two, to not really address the fact that these anti-gun-like Giffords organizations, they're not interested in saving lives. They're interested in getting funding and making that conversation sound like they want to do something. They're the girls that tell you they're going to link up with you, and you get the hotel, and then they stop answering the phone. <laughs> that's what they are. Now, that's their grift. They're getting billions of dollars, hundreds of millions off of it. I'm not knocking them. I'm just telling, saying the truth. They're not interested in solving the actual issue because they couldn't fundraise. They couldn't go, if we solve this problem, a lot of jobs would get cut. A lot of people wouldn't be going to jail. Let's go back to the gun thing before death, right? The guys that are carrying a firearm have done no harm. They get stop and frisked illegally because it's illegal, right? They take the gun off of them, and that person's charged with possession of a firearm even though they ain't do nothing. I could do the same thing. I could put holes in somebody with a knife or a butter knife, right? But that's crime that money is generated off of. They're not interested in saving their lives. They're interested in trying to package it like looking like they're trying to do something. They're ignoring the data. If they really wanted to save lives, right, the first thing that they could do, day one, day one, they could repeal all gun-free zones. Get rid of them. Since 1990, when they were created by Joe Biden, and 1991, when they came into law by the Clinton administration, over 90% of gun mass shootings are in gun-free zones. 90% of mass shootings are in gun-free zones. Take New Hampshire, not too far from here. New Hampshire, constitutional carry, no extra license. If you can purchase a firearm, you can carry it on your body, open carry or concealed. New Hampshire has lower violent crime than California, and some people are gonna say, well, this is a smaller state, but let's go per capita. Lower violent crime than California, New York, New Jersey, the areas that have all of the gun control. New Hampshire has not had what this definition of a mass shooting is. They have not had a mass shooting since 1986. They are lying to our people. They are telling them you should not have the means to defend yourself because they want to have the means to control the government, just like King George and the boys did when they told them boys way back in the day, send them rifles back. And the founders to this country said, nah, when we write our new country, we're going to give the people the right to keep and bear arms. And that's why we're here now. Do you currently have a firearm on you? Yes. You want to see it? Yeah. I can't show you. Exactly. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show. I'll show you after after this. Now, do, do you have a license to carry a no. firearm? So do you realize by walking around in New York City? And that's to, not true. I know on. what you're about to say. Go ahead, say it. I'm gonna let you I get your shit off. Yeah, we, got <laughs> we got you, 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 We got We got I'm about to line him up. We about to line him up. I'm just saying. Ooh. You can get arrested though. Mm -hmm. You are aware that you can get arrested because you like to move the goalposts a lot. That's what you be doing. You Let's get the, arrested. You, no, Let's you, get it what? You move the goalpost. So you'll say something, and then you'll add something else, and then go, I see. I know your tricks, doggy. Tell and me, I'm tell, you, tell I'm me flip. Like I'll stick to, to one the, answer at a time. You like hmm. to move the goalpost. Let's sit the goalpost. And, and if, somebody, if somebody's not ready to play 
mental tennis with you, they'll get lost in the match. Last time I wasn't ready to play. I'm, I'm not even ready to play today. I'm, <laughs> because, because I'm on a time. But still, I'm not upset. I, I cannot. I am. I'm you not, by I'm you not being in New York City in my studio right now. Yes. Without a license to carry a firearm, you are aware that you can get arrested. Yes. Okay, so you're fine with that. Do you know why I'm fine with that? Tell me. Because I'll get arrested. Black guns matter. You can Google it, like I said last time. Yes, talk your shit. We overturned the Bruin decision in the state of New York. We are cited in the United States Supreme Court. That rule that you cannot carry a firearm in New York State that was overturned because of our some of some of our work in that case. I don't live in New York, right? So if I got arrested today with a firearm, I would have. Remember Floyd Mayweather's? I keep bringing up Floyd. Remember his mugshot and he was smiling. You know why I would be smiling? Because in a few years, when I sue the state of New York and all of the law enforcement officers involved and win all of that money, I know that I just got a payday. Minimum ten million. Because the supreme law of the land is clear. That's why the Bruin decision was overturned. First and foremost, are you saying you you will not do time? I got bail money, number one. But you'll do time, Mm. though. If I didn't didn't get a bail? No, 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 no. no. If you got a bail, the judge may find you guilty of carrying a a firearm. And I, I love America because we have an amazing appeal system. So you're willing to go... Okay, hold on. So you, mm. you're doing shit just to be able to... <laughs> I haven't done anything. No, yeah, no. I, I've, me up, I've me exercised up. my human right to defend life while we walk around this beautiful city of New York and the great state of New York. I've exercised my safe and responsible ability to be a responsible father because I got to get home to my babies. Of course. Right. If the dude comes in here to try to get G money from going to, I am exercising. That's a trick. How? You know he's interested in guns, so you try to put things in his mouth. Flip, you are too. No, 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 no. You can't plant things in me, nigga. Flip. Huh? Are you anti-gun? You trying to get my man G. Flip. Flip. Are you anti-gun? Don't fall for that, G. Flip, do you think you're anti-gun? I don't want to answer those questions. That's, that's you. See, you've been on the stand before. I don't want to answer those questions. I don't want to answer those questions. Are you pleading the Fifth Amendment? I, I'm pleading whatever amendment that it's I need the to fifth. plead. I'm, I'm, ple- I'm pleading whatever amendment. The Fifth Amendment. I you, know what it is. You have the human right. No governmental body can, or me can force you. I know what the Fifth Amendment is. Which means it was granted by God, not the government. That's the fifth one. Oh, Mine's yeah. is the second one. <laughs> you go like this, G. You like this guy. Stop. <laughs> you distracted me, Yo, G. But, 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 like, him, G. but why? Turn on this nigga. Why make yourself go through these things? Possibly, you know what I'm saying. Like it's 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 a tough, yeah. you know. Like that's that's a, that's a lot to go through for for one person. What are you? Te- you know what I'm saying? Right. Like what are you teaching? What's the example you setting? That why why would you put yourself through that? Why you just don't leave the gun at home? Why carry right. it with you for what? It's a good question. He asked it. That's my man. So so one. Um, I'd rather get caught with it than caught without, without it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Ta-da. Get it up! the box. Ah! That's one. <laughs> Two. I am the good guy. I am here to defend life. If I see a young woman getting sexually assaulted or accosted, I'm gonna step in and defend that woman. Now, mm. just because I have the firearm, I might be able to clear my garment present the firearm, and issue commands and stop the bad guy. That may be the case. You know, most shootings are not lethal, too, by the way. 
right? I don't shoot. I don't. I don't pull my gun out to be like this tough guy. This is a absolute last resort, mm-hmm. right? If I could go hands on and non lethal and stop the bad guy, that's what I'm gonna do, right? So that's the second reason. The third thing is when you say, "Why would I go through that?" One, I'm standing on what I said and what my actual work is. I can't be saying that and then you help get a Supreme Court decision brewing overturned and you're not living that life. If it's righteous and it's in alignment with the supreme law of the land, right? You know, slavery and segregation and those things were legal. Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, Denmark V.C., Toussaint L'Overture, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks were in violation of unjust laws because they were not righteous. They were not righteous. Dr. Martin Luther King actually said we have a moral obligation to oppose unjust laws. These unconstitutional statutes, because that's what they are, because they are not in alignment with the supreme law of the land, these unconstitutional statutes Again, I would get arrested, smile, because I'm going to win the case. I'm going to overturn something, and precedent has already been set. Mm. And I'm going to sue the state of New York and get a bag. They're going to get me the Bentley off the bag because I'm right. So why would I not fight righteously, stand on what I'm saying when I'm the good guy, and all of the supreme laws are in alignment with what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. Doesn't this make you a vigilante? No. I'm vigilant. Vigilant means I'm paying attention out. You're like mm. Charles Bronson in Death Wish. What happened? What happened in Death Wish? I forgot. But what violate? Me. How was he violated first? Let's use an updated me? example. John Wick. Do I go look for, for gunfights? Absolutely not. I have no idea. I don't. I, I can't confirm or deny that. I, I, me, I can mm. confirm. To me, you don't. To I me, don't. you don't. To I me, avoid all types of conflict. But how does that work, though? As far as, as far as like, get, um, G, get this nigga. He thought he killed me. I, I think it's the same thing. I was thinking with the question that you asked. But oh. how, how does it work, right? Because um, I'm 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 not sure how it goes. So like me and Flip hanging out, yeah. someone attacks us personally. Yeah. I myself or him or, him, or, or Flip defends the situation. Wait, that's self defense. Yes. So, but if I'm walking down the street right now in in New York City and I see situation going on and I try to defend the person there, like is it is it the same? Is it kind of in the same level? Well, not in y'all state because y'all live in a slave state. Oh, now you want this the state we live in? It, well, it is. <laughs> America's a patchwork of different states. Remember, I said earlier, whatever's not clarified in the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights, they leave it up to the states to enumerate and make the decision for themselves. Right? Mm. Even though the Supreme Court, the supreme law of the land, is true. Your state, especially this city, tries to come up with unconstitutional rules to somehow justify stopping you from having the means to defend yourself. So in your state, which is a duty to retreat state, it is not a stand your ground state. Mm. Stand your ground means, which is an extension of the castle doctrine, I have the right to stand here to defend my life if someone is trying to violently accost my life. I have that right. If that's the case, in the state of New York, you, they say you have a duty to retreat. So if someone is raping our children in your state, the district attorney will try to arrest, charge and arrest you for pulling out a firearm or potentially a different type of arm to defend yourself. Tell me how that's justified. It doesn't matter Can't. if it's justified or not. It's the law. 
So slavery was good for you. Hey, go here. You go. Here you go. If it's the law, it's right. Slavery is not good. No, but at the so same when it time, was the law, you would have just did it. No, Flip, you way too rebellious. Come on. No, I, don't try to reverse it on some old school ninety three Harriet Tubman shit. It don't work. At the end of the day, the law is the law. You see, you the law is the law. No, it's well in your state, it's not the law because the work that we did uh-huh. overturned. Tell us it. about the work you did. We got the Bruin decision. Which was, you can have a gun, but you can't carry it. That was the rule in New York for a long time. Last year, that was overturned. B-R-U-E-N. Black Guns Matter, we are literally American, black American history. We are documented in a United States Supreme Court decision that overturned that. Because they, they are bully. The local government is like bully. They know that this is the supreme law of the land. They bank on our people not knowing the information. So they just do it anyway. And if you disagree with it, see me in court. But what do we do when it comes to court? We don't want to go to court. There's an entire economy designed. So what to happened make- to that case? What was the case about? The so case was literally that. It was a, you, we do not in the state of New York think that you should have the right to carry a firearm outside of your home or place of business. That was the rule, the law in New York, which was contradictory to the supreme law of the entire United States. Someone fought, took it up to court. We got added in as cited to say, here's how the racist practice of gun control has happened. And this is why this should be overturned. It was overturned. So that's not the law. Here's, a, here's a, to your point, though. You, y'all remember the Dred Scott case and that decision? No. That was where there was a rule made, supported by the Supreme Court, that said... No black man has any rights that any white man is bound to respect. The Dred Scott case. The Supreme Court said that's the rule. They overturned it because it was not right. So when you say it's the law. Was he, uh, uh, Dred Scott was a slave from Missouri? Correct. Okay. Right? So when we say it's the law, you're, flip, you're, because you're a safe and responsible dude, you're thinking, yo, if it's the law, it must be right. Law, legality, and morality are two different things. Slavery was legal. Morally, it was repugnant. So if there were not cool black, white, Spanish, indigenous people fighting against that unjust law for moral reasons, we'd still, we wouldn't be here right now, probably. So when you say, well, it's the law, I got to give you some pushback on that. One, it was an unconstitutional statute from the gate. It was wrong. They just did it because we want to lock up a whole bunch of black people. We don't want black people to have the means to defend themselves. New York is mostly what? New York City is mostly what? Melanated people. Yeah, get your shit off. I'm about to get you. Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) You are speaking from a perspective of... Facts. No. Yes. Morals. And legality. No. Both. You're speaking from morals, like it's it's unconstitutional. It's, no, that's it's unconstitutional. Not, I mean, I mean, my shit off. My bad, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what you be doing, niggas? Stop moving the goalposts. Okay. Oh, it's not right how we being treated. We're human beings. We know that already. Okay. The world is unfair, right? But we know by the world being unfair, the law being against black people, you and Black Guns Matter may not be make are contributing to the issue instead of contributing to the solution. That Why? Is false. No, that's, I, you're I, so wrong, Flip. I, I am wrong. To you, here's what I'm saying. Factually. Here's what I'm saying. The law is against us. That's it. Until we put something 
or have someone to either change the law on our behalf, which you did. You did. You changed something to look. But it's still, we can't carry hammers. Yes, you can. <laughs> we can't I got carry one on me now. You got one on you now, but we going to go to jail, nigga. You going to go to jail. They going to lock us up because I'm not snitching. All type of shit. We going to get locked up in here. No, we won't. And you got to hold it down. Like, yo, this is my shit. I'm, a I'm not talking, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm going to curse you out in the cell, nigga. I'm going to say, I'm I'm a say this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say. You know this shit. I'm going to say nothing. I'm going to say. You try to catch lawsuits. I'm going to say. Cause I'm gonna absolutely catch a lawsuit. Oh, we got him! <laughs> you a lawsuit? That's what you want to do. No, no, no! I don't want a lawsuit. <laughs> I don't want a lawsuit. I'm prepared for you today, but, if, but if the state, the government, decides to violate their own rules against me, I did the process. You gonna violate something against me? We gonna go to court. That's pretty good. I'm a win. That's pretty good. You gonna be in jail though? You make I, it three I'll years. I'll bail out. Well, you make it three years. I get charged. I bail out. I, I, I'm pretty sure you would. You see that guy that's gonna bail out. Even if I bail out, I'm I'm gonna beat it on the lower court, based on precedent set alone. I got lawyers lined up right now that have that would be like, if I caught a case, I wouldn't even have to pay, because they like Maj is gonna fight this all the way to the state supreme. Listen, y'all see when I tweet and I say, yo, I'm going to do such and such. Hey, my exact location in I New York City. I got mad at that. I got mad at that. I felt that you were inviting issues to yourself. I wasn't. So you can shoot somebody. No. <laughs> now let's go with that. Let's go with that. Let's read out what that tweet also said. It read said, it. "It said, pull up, have libations. My exact location in Penn Station, Moynihan's Trail, is the bar sidebar. They got a DJ over there at nighttime. This it was like a nightclub in that joint. Wait, oh, Penn, oh. Yeah. Penn Station, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, this is it. I tweeted it and I said, pull up if you happen to be in, you know, the city, have drinks, have libations. Now I want to be clear." I got it on me, so adorable energy only. We are here to meet the people and be positive, but I'm also standing on the fact that, yes, everywhere I go, I'm going to have a firearm. I'm going to be there to protect and defend life every single place that I go. Yeah, but Most you, but, times it won't go that way. And but do you feel like you needed to, to tweet that part exactly. out? You could have just put out, like, you know yo, I'm here, come hang out. You know, people. some people want to test, test the theory. Just, let me see if you're about that. Everybody fucks life. with me. If they don't fuck with me, they stupid. Marge, Marge, Marge. Oh, if they don't Lord. fuck with me, I they did, stupid. Listen, when you left here, <laughs> I did some research. You got niggas, niggas mad. You're not allowed at the stations. Let's talk about it. You're not allowed anywhere. People don't fuck with you, really. I'm not allowed where? The radio stations all that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why I'm not allowed? They don't want to fuck with you, nigga. Why? Because they won't have a, a genuine conversation? Or they overseers won't let them? I don't mm. know. I don't I can't confirm or deny what that. I can't confirm or deny that. Ebro. It's my man. That's your man. Easy on him. I respect Ebro. He's been a staple in, in the hip hop community. It's a fact. He's contradicted himself in relation to me. I'm wait listen, and I, I gotta be clear. I wanna say this this way. My critiques of their contradictions are not an attack on them as men. I wanna be clear about that. But if you say when I pulled up the Hot 97 and made the video, that was a little wild. That was a little wild, right? But it was like, yo, I'm here and I'm willing to have a conversation, right? With and a then, firearm on you. This is the safest studio ever. Yeah, I got a firearm All on right. me. All right. They're not going to let you in. No, it ain't even about that. You know, Listen, listen. Are you going to put it in the car to have the conversation? I would not carry a firearm into... First of all, Hot 97 building is a federal building. It is. And I knew that when I went in there with a firearm. I'm, I carry a firearm for the same reason that a law enforcement officer carries a firearm. Do you know the passport office was, is across the street from it? A real fed, another federal building, the passport yeah. office? Do they got metal detectors? They do. 
then I can't get in there with a firearm. But Hot 97, you would go, Niggas. I was in there with a firearm. Okay, why you didn't put it away? What did what I say earlier? Most firearms prove? are stolen from where? In cars. I'm not leaving my fire. That's irresponsible firearms ownership. I'm not doing that. If I didn't bring my truck that has a vault in it with a, a lock and, a, and it's drilled into the actual console, I'm not leaving my firearm in nobody's vehicle. Got Okay. But I think that that was moving reckless still. You want a conversation. They, they, they don't, Charlemagne or Ebro. I'll leave my firearm. I'd, I'd leave my firearm to have certain conversations. If y'all would have said, yo, Maj, when you come, can you please not bring your firearm? I would have probably roasted y'all, but I would have been like, all right, cool. When I go into my anti-gun friends' homes, or they're not anti-gun. They just want the government. They just trust the government a whole lot. If when I go into their homes, I don't take a firearm. I respect property rights. I'm a libertarian. I respect property rights. If they say, Maj, you come up here, Ebro, I'm not going to take a gun to Hot 97. He don't want me to. I know the history of so-called Shot 97. Mm. They've, they've done a great job of avoiding a lot of that foolishness for a long time. So I'm going to be clear about that. When I carry a firearm, it's to be protective. If somebody can we talk about G-Money and his supervillains coming to try to get him and stop him from Dominican Republic. You know how many haters Ebro got? So if I was there, it would be, nah, this ain't happening here. But here's the contradiction with Ebro, right? First of all, he listened to somebody else. I won't even name him. He's, a, he's that insignificant. He listened to Ebro. He listened to this person and was like, oh, you, you too close to MAGA. You such and such a MAGA. Or, or even if I was MAGA, right? Even though I'm a libertarian, not a Republican. Even if I was, you wouldn't have a conversation about the work that we're doing in our community and protecting lives and, and giving these classes on all of these things that help our community, you wouldn't have that conversation because of that. That I think that's a little corny, but okay. Or roast me for, are oh, you too close to MAGA? But let's still have this conversation too. So he did that once, and then a, a little while later, after me communicating and saying, yo, bro, you tweeting about me. I'm, I'm at your shop. What's up? We can have that conversation, right? Oh, no, that ain't how it goes. Set it up, da-da-da. And he tweeted, I'm willing to have that conversation. Radio silence ever since. Now, maybe he felt offended, and I want to I be... On camera, say, Ebro, that was not my intention to be rude or disrespectful. I'm from Philly. You know, we, we direct. New York used to be very direct. And I know he's one of the last, and y'all too are one of the last places where it's going to be direct. So I, I, I want to put that out there too. But I'm not going to say that it's not a contradiction. I tweeted him when I, I said, yo, I'm going back up to New York Saturday. Ebro, you trying to have that conversation? Radio silence. He see, I got 150,000 Twitter followers. You see it, bro. You see it. The question is that I'll ask of these guys, Charlemagne too, right? And not because I care about them platforms. This platform, this is me saying this, not nobody else. This platform and these type of platforms are the future. Traditional media, maybe not so much. There's prestige in being on those things, but I don't give a fuck about prestige. Most activists that's doing actual community work aren't concerned about prestige. Right. But if, I, if it was about that, I would go on academics or y'all or you know what I'm saying? Like it would be like that. My thing there is. This is a shameless plug. Yeah, I want to do Joe Budden. I want to do all of those platforms because that's where it's at. You understand? My point in saying this is it ain't about that. It's about you said you wanted to be willing to have a conversation. I'm doing the community work. We gave away over six hundred thousand dollars over the last few years Raised it and gave it away to do this work. That's about $100,000 a year. I definitely would have opened a dispensary right now and would have had $10 million in cash if I wasn't doing this. So I did the work. 
We talk about conflict resolution. The data is clear. We did the changing of the laws. We did the legislative thing. We did the cut down on violent crime thing. We do this. We do to get the brothers that came home from jail and reform them and help them like Whit Earner and Leak and all of those dudes. We do that. So if you're saying, on one hand, we want to stop the violence, da 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 and you're saying, yeah, this is a conversation that we want to have, and you never have it, I am allowed to call it as the contradiction that it is. And that's not disrespect. That's just, that's just real talk. So what do you think it is? I mean, you know, like, even doing research about you, right, we didn't see too many interviews on you on different platforms. Do you feel like it's, like, uh, one, is it the, the guests? I mean, sorry, not the guests. Is it the host of these shows? Two, is it the directors and program directors of other stations and those shows or do you feel like something personal with you that people just don't be like nah I don't, I don't rock with him like that most people everybody that watches this interview today right you're gonna have some goofballs in the comments that's gonna say he talking about giving motherfuckers hammers and just going outside and I have said nothing like that right there's gonna be people that say that right some people that don't really understand nuance and layered conversation as our um, attention spans get shorter and shorter they can't really understand the importance of having this conversation, right? Now, some people know the importance of the conversation, but their program directors or other people will say, no, this conversation is not happening. Mm -hmm. You have some on-air personalities that know my baby mom and think that they're doing her a solid by not having me on their platform. There's all different mixtures of things. Why do you keep talking about your baby mom but don't say, like, what, 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 the, what does she do? Like, what, what's up? Just flip the script. I don't know. Like you keep talking about my baby, you know, my baby mom. They won't. They're you're talking about Charlemagne. They're, they're, you said Charlemagne know your baby mom. Yeah. How did he know her? You don't want to he, say. He worked in Philadelphia at the radio station. You did say that. She worked there. They have a relationship, a friend, positive relationship. And our relationship has not always what was been. Was she a co-host? Nah, she was just she just worked there at the station, right? Now, I don't, I'm not saying, like, come on, Flip, don't do that. I don't know if he tossed her around. I have no idea no, about that. No, I'm not that. saying that. I'm just saying, was she a radio personality? Or no, she she's not a radio personality. She okay. just worked at the station. Like, just, a, you know, like another one of the other jobs, not an on-air personality. Got it. And so um, we did not have, and our relationship is solid. I want to add that now. You know, I take my baby girl to school, you, you know, whatever, all of that. Our relationship then was not as good as it was now, right? And so because of that, um, I think that plays a part. Now I could be wrong. I want to add that too, because I don't, you know, I don't got a crystal ball in real life. Um, but I think that's it, because there's no other reason. You can't go from saying, when I did Van Lathan's podcast, shouts to Van Lathan, who has been super supportive, super objective, and super nuanced, right? You can't when I go do his show on the Red Pill podcast when he was on TMZ, and then Charlemagne goes on the Brilliant Idiots and says, "Yo, that guy from Black Guns Matter." I, th I thought that was amazing. I want to have that dude on. Then you find out who my baby mom actually is, and that was radio silence. That's a contradiction. And if so, and, and if that's the reason, so you and your baby mother had beef at the time. At the time, and it's no beef no more. Got it. You are in a great standing. Great standing. Clear. Shout out to her. Shout you know what I'm saying? You. We we worked through what we worked through. She allowed me to see my baby. Life is good. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You start making a couple of dollars, then things get a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. How many children do you have? I take care of 10 children. Wow. That was a different answer than what you probably expected, right? Biologically and not biologically, I don't even make a distinction. Hmm. If, the, if I was with you and you had a baby and we've established a relationship, and if the father's not around, they my babies. Hmm. So you don't get into the whole biological and not, that's not the, nah. I, respect, I respect that, ba that. that baby, that baby, 
That baby just need leadership and fatherhood. That's some cult shit. That's some cult shit. It's amazing. What? Well, think about it. What is I respect cult? what you're saying. Culture. Cult. Oh. Why, why you want to get mad at me? Because I know the etymology and shit. Go! Get up later! Yeah. Yeah. Culture. I'm doing it for the culture. So how you... so? Obviously, you, you're raising these ten children to in different spaces, a, whatever they need. And, okay, salute. you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I need. I'm not gonna say their names or nothing, but I need five hundred dollars for soccer gear. I need five hundred dollars for the summer. Well, I wasn't talking about that. I was gonna say that, that you know, black guns matter. I, I was yeah. you raising them to have knowledge of this stuff and Absolutely. everything. So, it because to not is putting them. Most of them are, ba- are girls. Mm. Mm. I, like, y'all know in 20, I want to say 2019 or 2020 maybe, I'm, the year I may be wrong, you know there were 300,000 missing women? 300, like a stadium is 80,000 people to 100,000. In a year, 300,000 missing women. If I don't train and we don't train our women to have the means to defend themselves, they potentially could be one of that 300,000. Mm. 300,000 women, just women. Here's how America's wild on certain levels because we don't even count how many dudes are just ghosted. But 300,000 women. What do I look like asking for uh, legislation that would make women have less of a mean to defend themselves from that? When I know that a few years ago, 300,000 women just went missing. Right. That's wild. You now, we got no, 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 no. no. I I remember something. Two things I remember. I want to talk about the Talib quality situation. Yeah, but I want to talk about first that you upset because you said that something happened where they put out paperwork, Mm -hmm. fake paperwork. No, the paperwork's real. Okay, they put up, but they wanted to paint a narrative that you were some sort of sexual predator. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us the story what happened and and segue into the Talib quality situation, please? Years ago, I met a young lady at a 21 and over nightclub, right? I met her. I chopped it up with her, got a number. We was going link. 21 and over nightclub, not like trolling the high school, right? We link. I said, listen, I want to link with you. I've always been very direct, just to even save time. Look, if you're not feeling like being physical, I understand. I'm going to get with another shorty if so. But if you're ready and when you're ready, let's say, oh, no, I'm good. We could do that. I get to the crib. She sees some money in the crib. She asked for the money. I asked her to leave. She's like, nah, I'm like, nah, I ain't into that. She, you ain't, I, and then at that point, I don't even want to be in the car with me. Cause I'm like, she's like bugging out, yelling. I said, listen, I'm gonna put you in a car, you know what I'm saying? And it's gonna take you wherever you need to go. She goes out into the hallway, she rips her shirt and says, I'm 16, I'm gonna tell them you raped me. Never touched her, never slept with her, never had sex with her. Mm. I leave, goofy me, leave, I'm thinking, Kick, kick her out the crib. I can get with the other shorty. I do get with the other shorty. Spend the night out. Come back. It's a detective card on my car, on my door. I call my lawyer. I'm scared to death. Scared to death. Boom. I'm walking around with a warrant for however long. I keep calling. What I didn't know was because at that time, Pennsylvania was, is what's called a zero tolerance state. A zero tolerance state is if someone under the age of 18 says you did something to them. 
it doesn't go through like the DA got to sift through the information. You're catching this charge. That's Fight scary. it out in court. That's scary. It's horribly scary. I'm calling the regular precinct thinking, not listening to my lawyer, calling the precinct, yo, do I got a warrant? My name, da, da, da. Do I got a warrant? Do I got a warrant? No, you don't got a warrant. What I did not know was because it's a zero tolerance state and this person under 18, those warrants don't go with regular warrants. They go with special victims warrants. For a year, I have, I'm floating through I'm floating through Philly. I got a warrant and I don't know it. I'm selling shit on the train. I'm doing all this other stuff. One day, I get arrested by this dude. That the same officer, his name he's a, he's he's fired now. I get arrested. He was the worst police officer in Philadelphia history. He gets fired. Um, I get arrested by him on a train because he sees my face. I get arrested by him as I'm selling DVDs on a train. I go to jail. It's a Friday. You end for the weekend. I miss all of my traps that weekend. I come out the next Monday. Get my phone. Boom. Go back to the traps. One of the elders, older guys that I was one of my tree clients, he says, man, we usually, I was telling the whole story. He says, yo, was her name? Her name. And I go, yeah. He says, that's my daughter. Hmm. I go, I'm thinking I'm going to have to fight with him. He's like, nah, nah, nah. That means you didn't pay. He says, I'll come to court for you. She said, she did the same thing to my brother. His, her uncle lived, they were roommates. She lied. She lied on her uncle. I was there to sell him an eighth. I gave him the whole ounce. Because I'm thinking, he ain't going to come to court. I got to keep him super happy. He agreed to come to court. We get to court. The judge is like, did she take a rape test? Because usually after a sexual assault, they tell you to take a rape test, all this other stuff. They're like, nah. She, he, and the dad said, he's like, she's not going to come to court. She's not going to come to court. But even a few days before, I'm like, yo, what's up, OG? You, you, you know what I mean? You still? He like, bro, I'm, I'm going to come to court for you. She never comes to court. Case gets dismissed. But you got to go through the person got it three times. Like, they got to not come to court, so forth and so on. It was withdrawn by the judge. So the paperwork that these goofballs been floating around to try to attack didn't happen until after I started doing this work. The paperwork literally is called a court summary of what all of your charges have all been. These are the charges. I have one conviction on my jacket for selling DVDs. That's it. All of the, that shit, withdrawn. Withdrawn. It says it on the paperwork. Guys like that, you know, these dudes, they put it out there because they don't like the fact that I'm doing the work in black communities, but I be around white folks. The, the one rapper boy said that he, I'm a clown because I do interviews on Fox. Donald Trump Jr. follows me. Never mind the fact that Donald Trump Jr. is a hunter and a shooter. Never mind that. Never mind that if you do Second Amendment and gun-related work, you're going to be in Republican rooms. But the general public doesn't even understand that the Republican Party was started after freeing four, four black people. They don't know that. So they're missing so much context, and those dudes take advantage of our people not knowing that information. So they put that stuff out there, they package it a certain way, and you speed that up to Ebro hearing that type of shit and says, yo, bro, you too close to MAGA. Completely ignoring the fact that our work has armed more black people in America in the last four to maybe six years than any other movement that has ever happened. So the situation between you and Talib, how did it start? I was trying to stop him and somebody else from having a misunderstanding. I saw what both sides were saying on Twitter, and I got to stop that shit. And you felt that so you should have minded your business. I should have minded my fucking business. Okay. Because I was trying to help. No, guys. 
This what he's saying. This what he's saying. And Talib went, oh, you're siding with him? You're a Nazi. He called me a Nazi. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't know that he was so like rambunctious on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And he kept going. He put pictures up of my same daughter. He got in contact with her. Oh, this is the daughter that he doesn't take care of. I've communicated with my child's mother about it. So she's, she's like, I didn't tell him to do that. He put my daughter on his Instagram. And I'm not going to say what I said last time, but I, I, I'm really trying to make sure I wish him well and health and success. You know what I'm saying? That's what I wish him. Because I, I don't want to get derailed from the of work course. that we got to do. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But like, it, was, it, was, it was super foul. It was super foul. So you felt like, so now, why you don't apply that just because you poke me doesn't mean I can't punch you in your face to that? Because you, you, you interfere in his business. So why you can't apply that? Like, okay, I might have got involved, so I, I should have mind my business. Go, so whatever going, came, going, going for, go ahead. Whatever go. came with that, I gotta take. Even though I don't stand with your daughter and stuff being disrespectful, I don't yeah. stand with that. I agree with I that. Don't, I don't think that me trying to legitimately trying to um, peace bond or you know genuinely like, yo, y'all two are brothers, y'all black men, y'all should be able to da da da. I don't think that warranted the outcome. That's why I don't okay. stand on it. Okay. Because I genuinely was trying to like, yo. That happens to me all the time. I see two people going through something, and I'm able to go, oh, look, look, bro, no, 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 this is what he's saying. And then, no, bro, that's not what he mean. And then they go, oh, most times arguments start from miscommunication. Okay. So True. I foolishly, I did not know that that was his thought process and how he operated on Twitter. And he just kept going and kept going and kept going. Then he went and found pictures of me with this person and that person. Most of these people I took pictures with at the time, I didn't even know who they was. When I'm going to these places and doing this, these gun-related events, I don't. people walk up to me and ask for a picture all the time. I don't know who you are and you've never done nothing negative to me. So here, let's take the picture. And so he took those things and, um, and just continued to run with it. As well as a lot of those guys, here's the irony. They'll say... Well, you do Fox. You do a lot of Fox media. You do so-called right-leaning media. But then when I say to black platforms, yo, let's have this legitimate conversation. They, want, they don't want to do it because the conversation is A, about guns, right? Or B, they see me on Fox. So how the fuck else am I supposed to fundraise to do the work that we're doing if I don't get the message out? If Don't go on Fox, even though the Breakfast Club's scared to have me on. If Tyler Kowali was to apologize to you, would you forgive him? Absolutely. He should apologize to my daughter. I agree. And he should take that picture down. It's still there? It's still there. Oh, nah. That was years ago. Interesting. Those charges that were withdrawn, that paperwork, it's still on his Instagram. Last time I checked. Still there. I would love to sit down. With, I said, come on, let's sit down. I said this. Twitter. It's, it exists. Yo, let's sit down and let's talk about it. I don't want, I'm not, and, and I think maybe maybe they're scarier than what they portray to be online, but I want to be clear, I'm, I never go into any space like, yeah, let's run down on Talib Kweli. That's stupid. I'm not into that. If I can find somebody, I, I, I already planned as I spoke to my team for my other show and, and this show, and if I can find somebody that can, that can, that can um, go against you, because you're not going to just move the goalposts whenever you want. I'm not gonna move the goalpost. The goalpost. I'll be able to host a show on 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 on, on, on another platform. You know what I'm saying anybody I mean, that you put on that platform in front of me is they not gonna take it. Do you know why? There you go. See. No. Oh, maybe they will. The universe may provide that they will say. You know. <laughs> but here's the thing. Do you know another reason why anti-gunners don't have? Con Y'all ever see that Vice interview that I did? That debate. 
No, I didn't see it. It was on Vice. I, I they saw had the picture. executive gun, the second executive vice president for the gun violence prevention of America. And the structure of the, the debate went like this. We'll ask Facebook, because at the time Facebook was super popping, right? We'll ask, meaning like the algorithms wasn't crazy like suppressive. We'll ask the questions. We'll let people vote first. We'll let Maj give his perspective and we'll let the young lady give her perspective. Overwhelmingly, let's say the question was, it wasn't this, but should guns be banned in America? And it would be like 80% yes and 20% no. Then we would talk, and then this, the audience, that same voting block, would vote again. And then it would switch. 80% would be like, no, based on listening to these two people, no, it shouldn't be banned. And 20% was like, yeah, it should be banned. It was three sections of that. Overwhelmingly, I destroyed this young lady respectfully. Anybody that you would get on any platform cannot get out. It's, it's no hiding. It's no, it's no secret tricks. They can't get around. They're lying about the stats. They can't get around. 60% of the deaths are suicides. They can't get around the racist origin, manifestation, and continued outcomes of gun control. They can't get around it. And even if somehow they got around all three of those, they have to then get around the fact that I would say, well, if you don't like the Second Amendment, which is the framework of America currently, you got to get the votes and get the Second Amendment repealed. You can do that. So I'm putting it out there because people, I'm sorry, Jim, mm, people are going to listen and, 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 you know, y'all know what show I'm talking about. And of course, I'm going to have my man G Money up there. But I'm not going to just have a nigga come talk, talk the same shit twice. We need, <laughs> this is going to be three times. We need somebody, I need somebody out there to come and sit down and, I want to do it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? To make a stand for something. Do you support Donald Trump? I don't support any politician. I'm a libertarian. I'm not a Republican. Do you like Donald Trump? I like that he's... Um, I like him for the same reason that like when Hove said, I'm at the Trump International, ask for me. Or everybody in hip-hop liked him then. For those reasons. He built stuff. He has a family business. He keeps his kids off of drugs. I think those are great things that any father. I think I think he getting the black man treatment for sure in America. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, the people that he had to do it on his own with loans and banks. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that when he was in office, clearly the economy was way better. I think that he's a better negotiator than the current you know leader that we have in position. I think that he's horrible on the Second Amendment. Horrible. We got more federal gun restrictions, bump stock ban, under Trump in one uh, term than we did under Obama in two. I think that statement of take the guns first, due process second, is not constitutional. And I'm not going to tap dance for Donald Trump because most gun owners that happen to be Second Amendment supporters may like him. He's right on the economics. He's horrible on the gun thing. As far as like the 37, 34 charges that they just got him with, that same DA Bragg in February of 2021 declined to charge him with them same charges. What changed? I am. It looks like you arguing for a, a politician when you maintain a standard. If I say, I don't want no weaponized, it's what black people in the black community have been saying forever. The FBI, the CIA, the police are corrupt. They are corrupt. So now it takes for him to get the corruption towards him for everybody to be like, oh, maybe it's corrupt now. So I'm not going to waver off that standard because it happens to be him. 
He's been horrible for the Second Amendment. He was great for the economy. He was definitely a better negotiator with oil-producing nations. Was, right? And, nah, I'm just objective. I don't support any politician. I'm a libertarian. If you are not about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, limited government, getting less government involvement in our shit, I, I can't support you. Did you wear a MAGA hat before? Never. I never owned one. Rest in peace to my brother, King Face. He, he, was, he used to love them joints. King yeah, Face. My man. I, I, we was at the White House together. I was at the White House for the Youth Black Leadership Summit. I was there in the White House. when I was there when Trump said, African Americans built this nation. He said it, but media cut it out. Of course. He, he said, African Americans built this nation. We all built it, but you had a special hand in it. I don't know if you know that, but you're just starting to get the recognition that you should for it. This is also the dude that was like, yo, keep funding them HBCUs. This is also the dude that I know three people that got presidential pardons. Shouts to Angela Stanton King. She got a federal presidential pardon from Donald Trump. I know three people like that. I can't ignore objectivity and what actually happened. Now, am I like, one of my favorite presidents is Obama because he was smooth. But then I also got to go, Obama's administration bombed more black nations around the world than any other president in world history. Mm. I cannot ignore that. We got nothing. We're going to find somebody to get you. Um, we have a 13 minute till we wrap up. Yes. I have one question for you. One more. And then I'm going to have one also. Man G. You want to get your shit off? I, I, uh, I, got one. I got one also. Yeah, okay. you want to close out? You, go ahead, I'll close out. Right, there we go. Black Guns Matter. Mm -hmm. Tell me how that started. Stole my question. Good job. Yeah. Great. That means <laughs> your guys are in sync. That was a good question, though. We can't, we can't, we can't. One, two, three. That's it. <laughs> no, it's Coney. Let's see. Black Guns Matter. matter. Tell us how it started. No, it's Coney. It started as a. Um, it was going 2015 going into 2016 presidential election. I kept hearing, we kept hearing all of this fear mongering. Oh, if if Trump gets in office or because in the beginning, everybody made fun of dude was like, he's not gonna be the president. Da -da 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 -da. And then as it gets gets it gets closer, he's killing him on the debate stage, like um Chappelle said, and he's telling him, like, you don't care about the tax code, Hillary. Your friends do the same thing. I take advantage of it, but I'm honest about it, right? So then as that started to brew, more and more the, the, the messaging started to be like, if he get in, black people going to be back in slavery. And I was like, this is so stupid. But people started to believe it. And so I'm like, yo, the interest about firearms started to peak. And I was like, you know, you keep hearing every four years, we need a voter's registration drive, we need a voter's registration drive from people that are not politically active anytime outside of election cycles. And that's wrong. It's limited. So I was like, yo, we don't need just a voter's registration drive. We need a license to carry drive. And so we did one in Philly, and the spot doesn't exist anymore, but it was across the street from the then licensing unit. Funny story about them. We kept sending people to get licenses to carry over there, and they picked the whole licensing unit up and moved it and changed the hours in Philly. <laughs> so we had this class across from there. We thought maybe it'll be 30 people. We had some good press. We had to cover the Philadelphia Metro. And I was like, we might get 30, 40 people. Like 300 people showed up. People came from Brooklyn, like to Philly. People came from Jersey. And um, 
We fed the people. It was so wonderful. And uh, it just started us going like, yo, man, people was coming from different. I'm like, yo, you live in a borough. You live in a whole nother city. And they were like, yo, I just need to know what to do. And we just kept packaging it. And we was like showing people what to do and walking them through that process. And then we were like, yo, what if we did 13 cities like the first 13 colonies? And number 13 has strong metaphysical properties and all of that. And so we was like, all right, bet. So we raised 20. We said we're going to do a you know a fundraising like a you know campaign. And we're going to do 25 cities, excuse me, 13 cities for $25,000. And we did it. And after we did the 13 cities, we was like, woo, we did it. And we just got crazy emails from people going like, yo, that's so fucked up. You didn't come to our town. You only came to Chicago once. Da-da-da-da. Mm. You only care about big cities. You don't care about small towns. We got it rough here, too. And I was like, damn. So I just, same thing, went to Twitter. You know, just was asking. And was like, yo, y'all think we should do more of these? And how much do y'all think we should raise it for? And it was like, yo, raise it to 50000 and do 13 more. And we was like, all right. Then we was like, yo, because I had stopped trapping and I ran out of all of my money. And um, and then my man was like, my man had came home and was like, yo, you fucked up, ain't you? And I was like, yeah, I am fucked up. And he was like, yo, I'm going to give you 10 pounds, just get busy. And I was like, I can't. My face is now more visible. I can't. And I'm not, I'm not, even though weed is not like this big, huge thing, but I just was like, I can't. It's still schedule one, federally. And so um, I was like, yo, we got to sell merch. We got to do something. And so we started the merch. And um. We just kept going that way. So we was raising the money to, to do the classes, and we was giving that money away for the classes, and we was selling the merch to put money in our pocket. And uh, then we hit them remaining next cities. And then we was like, yo, we did it. And we was like, everybody just kept going, yo, keep going. And at a certain point, we was at 100000 and he was like, yo, so let's do 250 And we kept hitting these things, and we would just kept asking people, should we continue? And then after a while, everybody was like, yo, make it a million dollars. And incorporate buying the building outright along with that, as well as um, all of the classes. So that's what we did. Then we got to like $500,000, or we was close to it. And then, because um, at the time we was on GoFundMe. And GoFundMe did the wild shit. Like they took like $9 million from the truckers convoy a few years ago. And we was like, on principle, we can't, if, if people donate money to your, you know, your campaign, you as the company can't be like, yo, we're going to get the money over here instead of where y'all wanted it. Right. So we stepped off of GoFundMe. That's when we switched to Gibson Go. So we had already gave away that $500,000. And now we at um, we have, we said we're going to put the remaining $500,000 off of Gibson Go. And I think as of today, we had like $169,000 raised and given away. And I have to say given away because people be acting like, um, like I just raised the bread and y'all didn't see me do all these thousands of classes over the last however many years. Mm -hmm. So that's how it started, and that's how the snowball kept going. And now the remaining, let's say, 300 and some odd thousand dollars. Any of y'all rich, like wealthy listeners that's listening, if we got to work a deal where we work and do a partnership, because fundraising while you do the work is very, very difficult. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, if any of those, like, rich people that's going to see this are wealthy, like, super crazy heavy bags... If y'all want to do something like I work for y'all, a partner for y'all company for two years, and y'all just knock off the 350, please get in contact with me. But um, so now we had like 169, 68 thousand dollars raised and given away over the last, let's say, six to eight month, eight months, and that remaining chunk we're gonna buy the building that we in, we're gonna pay for that outright. 
You know what I'm saying? So we've been able to get a building, still do classes nationally in different cities, get a building, have a community center, do these classes there for free, and do the classes around the country for free, all based on we don't take no government funds because that's not our money. That's the people's money. And we, if you didn't give it to us, it's not ours. So we've been able to do this this way, and we, we may be around um, 300 and some odd thousand dollars away from a million dollars raised and given away. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So, you know, in closing, um, Fire. outside of that, what is your personal goal with the whole Black Guns Matter? Like, what, what is your, like, all right, we here, we got to it. This, this is what I've been trying to do for years. I work hard for it. Give, give us that and then give us the social media and everything and close yeah. up. The goal is to make my job obsolete. There should be no need for Black Guns Matter. It should not exist. The Second Amendment already exists. Mm. If I was still trying to just, like, grift off of it, you're supposed to solve it and never have to address this again. Right. The fact that I exist is a problem or that organization exists, right? So the goal is to make my job obsolete. Like, like I want people to look at you strange. Like, I want everybody to be safe and responsible gun owners if they choose to be. So much so that, like, you're not, like, back in the day, you're not looked at weird if you got a gun. Right? Like your cell phone. You remember back in the day when you had a cell phone, everybody was like, oh, shit, you got a phone. And now it's like seven-year-olds have phones. I want to make it that normal, but the concept of safe and responsible as well. Um, and once that's done, I'm going to go on the farm and grow food and learn and meditate. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's it. Give us your social media. Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram, Maj Toure, M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E-999. Flip, you got to follow me back, bro. Like what's what's that about? That's like that Hollywood shit. Like yeah, what? It is. It is. It is a little Hollywood. Okay, yeah, all right. That's fair. Is. That's fair. I can respect it. it. Is. Um, <laughs> the Instagram is Maj Two Ray Nine Nine Nine. G Money follows me back. Just by the G -Money way, G Money rocks with you. you know what I'm saying, and he wants to bring doors to the. Oh, damn! You know, I'm saying, fuck with you too. I rock with you, but I ain't giving you the follow. I, got, I, can, I have to like. I have a big plan. I'm just trying to see something in order because. Yeah, I get it. It's different rooms and stratospheres yeah, and tactics and strategies. As soon as as soon as somebody. I'm gonna plug it in. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I, I just. I can't say it. I'm yeah, just, I get it. Um, Maj Two Ray Nine 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 on Instagram. Um, the official Black Guns Matter on on Instagram is official Black Guns Matter. Okay. Um, on Twitter, just my name, Maj Two Ray. And again, everyone that's listening, man, two things. One, follow me on all of those platforms. Um, anybody that's talking freedom, especially in the hood, your social media platforms are absolutely being suppressed. That's just the reality. So we need help to boost the signal. Um, and if you've agreed, even disagreed, but understand that I come from a genuine place and trying to actually help cut down on the trauma in our community, this only happens because of voluntary donations. Every single class that we've done has been free, all of them. Um, so please get over to givesendgo.com forward slash solutionary. Donate. Man, we got $350,000 to raise. When this comes out, if we could raise hundred, I have a, for the month of April, a friend of mine that's really rich agreed to give us $100,000. He will match $100,000 in donations for the month of April. Yeah. So if y'all can do that, that will help out a whole lot. Even if we only get $90,000 and he matches 90, that would be dope too. You got, you got some gifts for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me show you. Yeah. I already gave G-Money this joint. Yeah. I got, mm. Oh. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> G. Yeah. yeah, you see it? You see it? Bass got his, too. Oh, yeah, I'm the last one. Last of Mohegans, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you, man. All right, what does it say? 
All gun control is racist. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, media, most effective devil in America. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Guys, this is a movie. <laughs> Black guns matter. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the war on masculinity. Yeah. 100%. Okay, I like this one. Mm. I like them. I will be wearing the shirts. Um, thank you. Is there anything? We touched on everything we can touch yeah. on. But I do plan on seeing you again. Yeah, for sure. Um, don't rush it. Don't nah. start writing me crazy. I'll get mad. Don't flip. You know what I'm saying? I thought you, you was a real yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, don't start doing this. <laughs> this will be out. I appreciate it. Yeah, this uh, is definitely coming out. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely coming out. <laughs> um, I definitely appreciate you being up here. Seriously, round of applause for my man real quick. And then my yes, sir. Thank yes, you. sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Doing that good work out there, man. Um, Appreciate you, that. You know, um, good episode. Good episode. Again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it flowed. It flowed. This one, you know, last time he was he was tipsy. He's talking crazy. He <laughs> hurt. But this time, you know, good. I'm, I'm excited. We were able to do this again. I do have a plan where I want to, um, you know, bring him on the other show as well. But. Okay, it's, okay. it's the way I have to do it. I can't like it's, it's just a way I need. That makes sense. To structure something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see, man. If anybody, if I, if Bass, if we see anybody on Instagram that has that's reputable that that wants to go against, so I know exactly who you could get. And he been talking reckless. Who? David Hogg. I don't know who that is, but we'll look at him. Sure. David Hogg. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's ready for him. He's. Ready. See, you can't call <laughs> niggas that you're ready for. See, that's what I'm saying, hey, nigga. Like, yeah, we'll fight him. Yeah, he's nah, ready. We'll, we'll look into it. I definitely want to uh, control the environment of a back and forth. But yeah, G. Yeah, man, we out of here. Dope episode. Uh, shout out to the whole team. Shout out to my cousin Amino in the building. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't forget, we in DR, Murray Day Weekend, Murray Day Weekend, um, MurrayDayGetaway.com for your tickets and all that. You know, G Money, Envy, Maya. Uh, every Thursday, too, Epic Lounge, man. We be going up now. It's, it's starting to get a nice little crowd in there. So make sure I pull up. Y'all in Queens. Epic Lounge on Thursdays. Uh, you vibing out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what uh, happened to that that that, that lounge that that uh, crab spot you was doing there? Oh, uh, Red Crab. Shout out to Red Crab too. They um something happened with the DJ like the music license whatever like that whole back end stuff. So they they can't have DJs all the time there. So they, they do it like once in a while. Um, so hopefully I'm that back there lit. soon. That was lit. It was good. It, it was, was good. They still ask him about that. That's, you know that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> like, it's like oh, crazy. Cool, crazy. Man. <laughs> hey, that's Queens Flip. You are on TV. TV man. Um, we got, we got, you know, we structured everything. Hopefully, you know, by the time this episode comes out, we have our editor together. You know, Bass mm-hmm. is working. Uh, <laughs> stop, yo. Huh? Once we get that, listen. <laughs> first time I've been editing the footage for six years myself. Uh, ever since I got signed to the Joe Button Network, and I've been working, and I got the other show, Improper Improv. It's been a lot for me. And I don't want Flip the Script to be on the back burner because Flip the Script is what helped propel me to where I'm at now. And I never forget where I came from. And I remember where I came from. That's how I know where I'm going. So, you know, we decided to come together. I've been speaking to the team. And we're going to finally get an editor. We're going to put a system t- together. Um, and um, we're going to make it happen. And once we have that, it'll be uploaded. I have nothing to worry about. I just go home, record, go to sleep, and I have nothing to worry about. And you'll see more episodes like how you did last time. Here we go!
<laughs> Mario was out. I'm gonna go see it. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. And if you see a nigga like Maj on your lawn, don't be afraid to use a firearm. Why? Because he has it on him and he'll use it on you. But if he do shoot you, he'll get a tourniquet. What is it called? Tourniquet. Tourniquet, and he'll he'll plug up your wounds. I'm from Queens. Plug <laughs> yeah.